booger. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce one of the funniest people that I watched on TV growing up in high school. The President of the United States. No, <laughs> not even in the United States. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be kind of crazy, right? You're right. Controlling a country outside of the country? Hey, I give him props. No, if anything, he might just be the president of the goat house. Mr. Yeah. Rob Ramsey. Mr. Hey. Rob Ramsey. Rob, thank you so I much for joining clap. us. I like clapping. Oh, we got fairy tale to my left also. Totally forgot to introduce you. Yeah, I'm fairy tale. Cody Ray's in the back, too. Cody Ray's been here. Back from vacation. Thanks Hello. for coming. About time. Your salary's been cut, but uh, we'll, we'll pay you sometime now <clears throat> since you finally came back. Yeah, we'll find something for you. Rob, welcome to Boogered Up. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. This is, uh, this is a treat. Pleasure to uh, – let's get boogered, boys. Hell oh, yeah. Travis, Cheers. Give me a Hell beer. Yeah. He goes, give me a damn beer. <sighs> I need a goddamn beer. <coughs> How do you not cool. start with a beer? You got to start with a beer. What are you doing here? I'm sorry. I feel privileged to just share a beer and a conversation over uh, with <laughs> my man, Donnie Rob Ramsey. Oh, oh that's awesome. I'm rocking that's an awesome. IPA, too. I'll drink an IPA, too. Where'd your koozie go? You don't know where your koozie went? It's no. up there. Get your damn koozie. Because I got so excited. He's already full. He's already flabbergasted. That's what I told you about before we started recording. The fish, the memory, he moves something. He's like, where the hell is it at? Literally, I'm like Nemo. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rob, can you please inform us on who you are and what you're doing? You know where you're from, uh, all the above, because some people might not know who you are. Everybody that's listening knows, you know. Holy shit, Rob, Donnie, Blue Mountain State, awesome. But who are you truly? I'm sure a lot of people don't know who I am. Yeah, my uh, my name is Rob Ramsey. I am uh, an actor, producer, and writer. Uh, I think your audience probably knows me from Blue Mountain State, uh, which was a and it. Yeah, I was in it chapter two for a, a hot second. Got my throat slit, which was uh, that was fun. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I uh, been fortunate enough to be an actor for uh, uh, I guess ten or fifteen years, and um, lived in LA. Lived in uh, uh, currently live in Toronto, and uh, yeah. That's uh, that's a bit about me. When did when did you move down to LA? I moved like, there how long right into after your career. I uh, probably a good two or three years. Uh, I started sort of professionally acting when I was in university. Uh, got Blue Mountain State um, three or four years in, and, and then the show ended, and I decided to sort of pick up and move down there after that to sort of try and capitalize on the success of the show. Oh, so this wasn't, you didn't move down there while Blue Mountain State was going on. You lived in no. Canada the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, we shot the show in, in Canada, in Montreal. And, oh, that's uh, dope. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just outside of Montreal. So we, um, so I got the role and we shot it there. And then um, uh, actually I, I moved to LA and I was living with Alan, uh, Alan Richson, who plays dad, uh, yep. who's, just like the one of the greatest guys in the world. He's a very, very close friend of mine. And uh, I okay. told him I was thinking about moving to L.A. And uh, and he was like, so where are you living? And I was like, eh, I haven't really figured that out yet. I'll probably just, I don't know. There's websites where you can find like a couch to crash on. I'm, I'm going to go down for pilot season. And he was like, no, 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 you're going to stay with me. So I ended up living with him for three or four months. And uh, nice. I vividly remember waking up one morning and uh, 
and uh, and he was like, so they're uh, they're in the office right now talking about renewing us for season four and five back to back. And I was like, oh, shit, that's amazing. And then like two hours later, he was like, uh, actually, they just canceled the show. So that was oh. I remember I remember finding out when I was down there that we got canceled. Yeah, you were so happy for a quick, for just a quick oh. second. I know. I know. It's going to oh, be so yeah. good. Dude, I remember watching that show. As a, like, oh my god, what year was the first season? What was it? It was it was on Spike TV. Yeah, yeah. What year? Two thousand nine or two thousand ten or something? Yeah. No, I remember yeah, watching two- that on actual television. And mind you, I'm twenty four years old, so two thousand. I was twelve, thirteen around that time. <laughs> and such. Yeah. I mean, like this has been an influence on my life, guys. Like the Goat House has definitely been an influence. Every actor in its sort of way. Like, oh my god. When he got the riot part, where he got took over with the chips and the arm and the and the machine. Oh my god, that was one of the funniest parts to me. Well, I don't I was, know that part was, stuck out so hard just in general, and I'm like, we're getting him. I think till this that episode day, was. Still, uh, sorry, that episode was directed by uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, who's uh, um, he's in that uh, Broken Lizard troupe. So you would know him from like uh, Beer Fest and Super Troopers and oh, all those movies. He's a he's a stud. Shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Beer I still... Fest was one of my favorite movies growing up, too. It kind of shows why we have a podcast like this. Now that I'm starting to put stuff together, this is really starting <laughs> to add up here. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I still smell my balls because of Harmon. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a horror. Yeah. Got it. Yep. That's so funny. That's dude. how I tell which way the wind's blowing. James is awesome. I just saw James a couple uh, a couple months ago, just before Christmas. Um, He's uh, he's killer. I actually auditioned for the role of Harmon when I first auditioned for the show, and I uh, they later told me that I auditioned, and they were like, "All right, well, this guy isn't a kicker." Um, But uh, but we're I guess they had been thinking about bringing on a a lineman, so that uh, it all sort of worked out. Oh, we got to pause. All right, we're good. It'll show up good on that, but sometimes it pauses on us, and we're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. All right. Wouldn't that have been some Blue Mountain State, though, to have somebody like you just to go in as a kicker and you're just like, yeah, I'm the kicker. It would have like, like, been really funny. Yeah, it would have been really funny. Like, there. Where are we at? What's going on here? Sammy's <laughs> like, and I'm the mascot? <laughs> I love it. Cody Ray, we have a whole agenda, jam-packed episode for you guys. I know you guys were fucking blowing up our fucking messages and everything else about having him on. So, Cody Ray, we assembled an agenda for this man. Please uh, hit us with the itinerary. Cody Ray's just back there like, I'm trying to read. <laughs> well, he, he pretty much already told us like uh, where he kind of started at in his career. Do you got anything that you're working on now that you want to highlight for us? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I um, I am fortunate enough to be uh, a producer and host of a, a really cool show called Pub Crawl, which uh, I think, unfortunately, for your probably most of your listeners, isn't available in uh, the states. It's a it's a uh, only available it's not in even Canada. Available here? I know. I don't even think so, man. It's a it's a Bell Original, uh, which is a channel Rob, we have up here. You gotta hook us up with this. You gotta hook us I, up. You know you what? Be able to watch I'm sh- I, I I'm sure you can find it online, and if not. Yeah. Uh, if not, let me know, and I'll send you some links. Um, but yeah, Bell. Um, we are the plug. Pub crawls. Yeah. Uh, I, I am. Uh, I'm from the east coast of Canada, uh, and uh, a partner of mine, John Mann, 
and I were sort of sitting in a bar one day in Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, which is um, this, this you know, it's one of the oldest and most historical cities in, in Canada. We were sitting there in a bar one day and we were, I don't know, 10, 12 beers deep and uh, eyes were a little glossy and we were staring up at the ceiling and we were looking at all the old wood and we were like, Jesus, how old do you think this place is? And we came to realize that this bar we were sitting in was like 200 years old. And uh, and that kind of blew us away. And, and we got to thinking that there are so many bars in, in the city of Halifax specifically that have this rich history that uh, a lot of people take for granted. And so um, we sort of pitched a show and created the show where uh, it's kind of, kind of a dream. Essentially, it's me drinking my way through the most historically significant bars and restaurants in the city of Halifax. So I... Um, I, uh, I, to take a page from your book, I just kind of get boogered up and chat with some locals and chat with some historians. And, uh, uh, I love history, but I also, I, I hate like pretentious history or academic history or textbook history. I, I want to hear it from people, um, who are living there or, you know, I love hearing the old wives tales and stuff like that. So it's like, let's just go drink some beers in right. a bar and hear some stories and, uh, and learn about some stuff. So that's just the show. And we're going into our second season, which will be, um, will be airing very very shortly this month so uh Ooh. yeah Ooh. yeah is it, so it's only in canada i believe it is canada, yeah we have some canadian listeners so these Good. people that are listening are gonna be pretty stoked we got we have a right. amount of crowd in canada so all right yeah bell, bell five one so it's available for all bell listeners or uh, viewers subscribers them in. hell yeah one, of my, yeah one of my good buddies blaine is a uh is a canadian and a huge titans fan and we're gonna go he's gonna come down we're gonna go to the titans and uh bengals game nice uh, it's over in tennessee next year oh so, boy nice. yeah oh man but that's awesome dude uh so pub crawl how how did that pitch happen you just went into the because we, we're kind of clueless in a sense of how the tv and movie and that kind of realm goes so having somebody that's been involved in this for 15 years or so you said uh pitching that to somebody how do you go about that especially for a topic of saying hey i want to go in and talk about old bars yeah uh, so you have now yeah it's it's the pitch process is all totally different um there i wouldn't say there is really one straightforward way to do that and and uh my my writing and producing partner john mann uh is the one who actually did the pitching for this um uh but uh you know, it can be different. Sometimes you, you fly to Toronto or you fly to Vancouver and you get in the executive's uh, offices and you sit down and it's all stuffy and very formal and very uncomfortable and you got to pitch them the idea of the show in about five minutes or, or the idea of the movie or, or the arc of the series or whatnot. Um, and uh, they're often very straight, straight-faced straight because uh, they've probably heard 30 or 40 pitches a day. So you're bringing your A game and uh, I've definitely been in the room where I'm yucking it up a little too much. It's, a little too much and it's like okay so picture this you're in space and all of a sudden um but i think this one was really straightforward sales of all sale just listen here (laughs) we've got it here but wait there's more (laughs) yeah this one was pretty uh pretty straightforward though this one was a um uh i think it was all like a virtual digital pitch so it was um just writing a, a bible for the series which is just a like really in-depth uh sort of book on uh what what the series is going to be what each episode's going to be who the who's going to shoot it and stuff like that and and you just sort of send it to the network and they were um i think they were just kind of taken aback by the um 
I guess, originality of it. Cause I think there's been a lot of shows, uh, you know, there's a lot of shows on history channel, for example, that are, you know, the, right. the, the food that made America or the, the restaurants that made America or whatever it is. But this right. one was kind right. of a lot more, uh, a lot less formal. So uh, I think they like that. Yeah. It sounds like it's something where you see it and you read it and you're, you know, envisioning this and you're like, this isn't something that everybody will see and be like, Oh, it's just another one of these shows. Right. It's kind of like, Oh, you kind of feel it's like you're with, you're, you're with them in a sense. You kind of feel like it's more relaxed, more, let's go to this pub and find out while you're drinking this beer, you know, Oh, this is awesome. Or you're going to this you're just random bar in the corner. It's like, Oh, this bar has been here for 400, 500 years and it's still standing and doing great. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We really, that was really important to us and, and kudos to, uh, like I said, John Mann, the the creator of this, and, and director, and Jack Leahy, our uh, director of photography and everything. It's it looks beautiful, but we really wanted it to m- feel like we were going to a bar with a bunch of buddies and just having, uh, just getting goobered and and buckled and uh, right. and learning about some things. And someone was just there with a camera and filming us, you know. And you barely, and you you feel like that that whole group wouldn't be able to take it in and leave and know that knowledge. I like that. Yeah. You go in and you get trashed, and there's that one old feller at the bar. It's like, do you know that this bar back in 1903, <laughs> I was at that stool drinking its first beer? Totally, it. totally. And and we that. did, That's we awesome, definitely dude. did have, we definitely did have some stories like that. Like we, uh, uh, one of my favorite places we went to was a bar called the Ale House, which, um, uh, way back in the day, actually, uh, I think the Salvation Army used to own, and it used to be a place where soldiers would go dry out like alcoholic soldiers would go dry out and now it's a right. bar serving booze, which is uh, the irony. <laughs> is hilarious. And, That's sick. Oh man. Yeah. So I have a question. So, you know, you're from Canada. Do you fuck with like the show letter Kenny trailer park boys? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah. I, I, uh, I like to, I, I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of opportunities to audition for a lot of projects. And sometimes you audition for the same show over and over and over again. And you, sometimes you, you'll, you know, it'll take seven auditions to get a, to get a part. And, um, sometimes you still won't get it after seven letter. Kenny is one of those shows where I've auditioned for it like five or six times. And, uh, really? unfortunately, unfortunately never gotten a part, but I'm a huge fan of that show. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the, um, the original YouTube, uh, uh, YouTube videos that it all started from. Those were really cool too. Uh, right. Really, oh, really funny. I knew that was a thing. I just I love Letterkenny. That show is so funny. Yeah, and uh, and I think we all have some family members that were like, oh yeah, that's so and so in my family. Who, yeah, yeah. That who who has that? Uh, yeah. And Trailer Park Boys is one of my favorite. Trailer Park Boys is set in Nova Scotia, which is where we shoot Pub Crawl, um, and. Uh, Oh, fuck that show's funny. I I've been a fan of that show since. I guess that's my Blue Mountain State for for. That's my Blue Mountain State, Travis. I've been a fan of that show since I was like fifteen. So, hell yeah, yeah. Ricky, man, Ricky, Jim Leahy, R.I.P. Leahy. Oh man, they make the liquor's show. calling the shots now, Randy. The liquor's calling the shots now. Oh, he broke in and out real hard for us. I'm not too sure what he said there. Oh, yeah. He might. Uh, there you go. Connection's back. What did you say? <laughs> you want to laugh at it. I said the liquor is calling the shots now, Randy. The liquor is calling oh, the yeah, shots the now. Sh- it's the shit wins. It's the shit <laughs> wins, Randy. Do you have any, like, American shows? Like, we watched um, Blue Mountain State and Trailer Park Boys. Did you watch any shows that were, like, based in America? 
I don't know that it really works the other way around. It's like, I think it's more unique for you guys to be like, oh yeah, I've heard of this Canadian show, but everything in America, we like, there's, there's a really cool um, policy here in Canada where I think it's something like 20% of everything we see on TV has to be Canadian made um, to support the arts and everything like that. But the other 80% is American or international. So it's not uh yeah, I don't think it works the same way around because, like, I've seen everything you guys have seen. Uh, I think it's probably okay. more unique the opposite way of like, yeah, I know this Canadian show. Okay, okay. I got I got two questions real quick. Uh, first things first. Um, are Canadians really nice? I've never been to Canada. Are they actually nice people that just like they don't fight, or is it actually just a normal fucking place? Well, I think- I, I'm tired of the stereotype of hearing that Canadians like go into a fight and they're just like. Like I don't, I don't even want to impersonate a Canadian, but it's just like it's like everybody just gets into a tussle. And it's like, oh, it's okay, you're all right, and then that's it. They I think he's fight. only asking this because in South Park, how they portray Canadians being no, so nice. No, I, from a lot of other places, it just makes us feel like okay. There's one song that my wife sings all the time. Uh, it's like literally they just talk about Canadians. Like, oh my god, if I can remember the damn name of it, it's like it just kept saying a in the fucking. Uh, in the chorus of it, and there's like we're getting to a tussle, and I'm like, what in the hell is happening here? It was like it just sounded like really PG, and I'm like, is Canadian <laughs> people really PG like that, where it's like all calm down, or are you guys really scrapped like Canadians? I would say it's just another place. I don't know. There's a, I do think that there is a cultural difference in that there is, um, uh. Oh, geez, I don't want to get into politics or anything, but I I think there's something to be said for, like, a two-party system in the States. And so it's this way or it's that way. And in Canada, we have, you know, four or five parties, which is symbolic of the cultural – the culture here where it's like, yeah, there's room for lots of different opinions and lots of different viewpoints. So, so there definitely is that system and that, um, that, that sort of spirit in our society. Uh, but for the most part, I think that that stereotype is exaggerated and it's just, um, you know, it's just like any other place. So you're saying that you could take on Nick, you could beat his ass. Hey, I don't, I, I'm just looking at him through a computer screen. I don't know how tall he is, what, uh, oh. how often he's in the gym. I don't We've know. We've seen you on a TV. You were, you were pretty bigger than some of those guys. You were up against Thad, <laughs> Kevin, you know, Allen, and he was pretty big. And Man's you were ripped. bigger. You, you were there. So uh, this guy, you probably break him over your knee. Probably. I don't know. I've lost a fair amount of weight since that show, but uh, yeah. I've been able to tell that with your facial. I, I wanted to mention that uh, you've you've grown as a person from that role, and with <laughs> that role, I wanted to throw in there. You were talking about how you watched Trailer Park Boys growing up. Uh, did you have any influences in the role of Donnie? It was Donnie just yourself, just letting loose at that age, or was Donnie something that you took from extra people and you pitched apart, <laughs> and you're like, this is that guy. It's a great question. He's kind of a culmination of a lot of people I know, but for the most part, I think that show uh, cast a lot of people really well in that um, I think there's little bits of everyone's character in the actual actor, uh, and then it's just hyper-exaggerated. Like, the whole show is hyper-exaggerated. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely... um, I think the whole Donnie's laugh thing came about because we were just out getting... 
getting buckled one night in Montreal and um, someone had me uh, someone had me laughing really hard and I started giggling like that naturally. And so they wrote that into the show. And um, I think there's tons of scenes where uh, there's a couple of episodes where I'm crushing a lot of beers and I, uh, I don't want to call it a skill, but I have been known to knock back quite a few beers uh, in a night. So I think they sort of picked up on that. So I would just say it's like, it's, it is, there's a lot of me in there that's hyper exaggerated. And then there's some influences from, uh, from some, from some really funny people I've known. Awesome. Did you actually, was the beer on the show real? It was all non-alcohol, non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic. So it tastes like watered down beer. It's brutal. Oh, damn. It's pretty Never sad. got to slide in an episode where you guys are drinking actual beer. <laughs> no, there was a lot of times where we'd call cut and everyone would hang in the parking lot in our trailers all night drinking beers, but there was never, um, no, never <laughs> slid that in. And all the drugs were brutal too. Like there was tons of scene where, couple of scenes where we were doing cocaine and the cocaine is just calcium powder so on really so really bad with the mountain on the thing with on the boat <laughs> he just hit his head into that yeah yeah oh, and it's wow. and often the often the studio will get really hot or we were shooting in montreal where it would be like just crazy fucking hot out so you're sweating already and then you you got to do a line of calcium powder and then it just turns into like boogery milk and, and mixes with your sweat and it's brutal oh boy <laughs> oh boy jesus Christ. my man my man rob a trooper there was, there was a whole oh, there heavens. was a whole segment where thad literally was addicted to cocaine so that yeah. meant that that is just going down on this stuff <laughs> yeah i remember hearing jesus about that day, so. alan's yeah. probably not okay We're still cody ray what a what a you want let's keep following this agenda we, i like what we got rolling but I can ask. He a, lost his phone. He goes. He did, but it's okay. I can ask. Go? I can ask a side <laughs> question. Rob, I love you, bro. Could like I get like a headshot sent to me? I want to display it. <laughs> <laughs> we get a fat head of you. Put it on the wall. Head, I don't even know if I have you. one, man. I don't even oh, know if I have man. one anymore. Oh, you know what? I was thinking of like headshots from like you would turn into a modeling agency. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like the physical, I think the days of physical headshots are done. I don't know oh, that. Uh, oh, don't no. dismiss yourself. You're a beautiful soul. I, I, well, I appreciate that, you. but it's all digital. It's all it's all digital now. Yeah. And then off the computer, so if I see you in person, I'm like, oh, geez, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> oh, man. Cody Ray, what you got for us, my guy? Um, That pretty much wraps up the first few topics. I just got a couple cracking questions for you, Rob. Okay. Frankie asked... What is some of the best memories you've had on set? You could just like list one or two if you'd like. Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of touched on this, but like the times where we would wrap early uh, on or even wrap late and it was like a Friday night and we'd all just sort of hang around uh, in the parking lot shooting the shit. Those were great. Um, uh, basically all the stuff that's happened offset like we uh none of us were from montreal where we were shooting it so we were all sort of staying in there and we were all in one hotel so on the weekends we'd all hang out and do things and we'd all go for dinner and we'd all go for drinks and um so those uh there's a lot of uh a lot of foggy nights a lot of foggy weekends uh that that i i fondly remember or don't remember um besides, and besides yeah your, Besides yourself in that question right there, you're talking about foggy nights. You said your, your reputation of putting them down. Who else on the set was able to just absolutely put them down with you? Who almost could go toe-to-toe, or were you the king of it all? Was there somebody that could put them down better than you? 
Romansky, Romansky uh, can dance with the best of them. Uh, Sammy dog. from the show. Yeah. Yes, absolute oh, stud. Dog. I, yeah. Oh, man. He's top tier, bro. That dude. I genuinely be. think he's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Like, he's I one of those rare people it. that you come across and you're like, there's sometimes where I was, I found myself laughing so hard at him, and then I would sort of stop laughing and I would just stare and be in awe. And I'd be like, I, I, I think this is one of the funniest people on the face of the planet. I don't That's know so anyone sick. else who does what he does. I love I that. I love that, dude. Oh, he... he's got some really killer. And honestly, like I knew some of your work. Like I've seen your social medias. I've seen pub, pub crawl. Clearly, I wasn't able to see it. I tried to look. Um, <laughs> even before all of this, I tried to keep up with everybody after Blue Mountain State. I really never saw anything that Sammy was doing, and then I looked into him after you got the confirmation. I saw is he directing? Is that what he's doing? What is what is Sam? Like what the hell? Well, he created the show. He was one of the creators of the show. Him and Eric Falconer. Shut was up. Our, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. You guys didn't know that? Yeah, man. That was his. Um, it's his baby. Um, well, I so want he, you to know that we were still like just becoming teenagers and like just getting our licenses as you guys were like influencing <laughs> our high school oh life. God. Listen, we, we were looking like, for who was directing. We were just like, party at the goat house. We were literally like, we have to have our own goat parties, dude. Like, nice, it was crazy, dude, yeah, nice. yeah. But um, yeah, so he created that show with his with his partner, uh, his writing and producer partner Eric Falconer, and I know they went on to do a lot of really cool things. They they. They became a, a writing team with How I Met Your Mother, and um, and they've done a lot of. Uh, I, I recently worked with Eric Falconer on this really cool animated show, and uh, yeah, man, they're always working. They um, those guys are are, are, are hustlers. I yeah. love it. Um, is it is what else you got? Is there another one? You said a couple here. Oh uh, yeah, there's one more. You kind of answered it already. Did Blue Mountain State start your acting career, and did you think it would take off the way that it did once you got on there? Definitely didn't start my acting career, but I, it's probably still the biggest thing I've ever done. I, uh, I had been fortunate enough to do. Um, uh, <laughs> you were in sounds it douchey. for Christ's sake as well, though. Yeah, Don't that was that. That was after though. That was after though. Uh, well, I'm just saying. I, uh, it was like you were on it chapter two. That's pretty big. That's cr- yeah, That's kind of cool. That was fun. That was a fun one. Um, that was really cool too. I had to get a whole prosthetic neck. So I was in the I was in the makeup chair for like a few hours, and there's tubes in the prosthetics, and they go down around my back. And so when you see the blood coming out from my neck, there's someone like crouched behind me with a syringe, just pumping, punching, yeah, <laughs> uh, pumping this blood stuff that was that comes out. And we had to, yeah, that was a blast. But uh, I've weirdly done a lot of Disney stuff, Disney and Nickelodeon stuff. So I did a lot of Disney. Um, okay, did three or four, or maybe four or five Disney shows before Blue Mountain State, but then. Um, yeah, BMS, uh, BMS was a, a whole thing. I, um, I definitely didn't expect it to take off the way it did. Uh, as you guys mentioned, it was on Spike TV back in the day, which, um, Spike TV is no longer around. I, I think Spike TV became Paramount, uh, the Paramount channel, which is what that show yeah, Yellowstone is on now. Something like um, that. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so literally it was on – they were negotiating to do season four and five. You know, we were going to shoot them back-to-back or simultaneously uh, at, like, noon, and then at 3 o'clock they canceled the show. But then I can't remember if it was a little bit before then or I think it was, like, a week later this thing called Netflix started. And uh, and and Netflix bought Blue Mountain State, uh, and it just blew up. It blew up once it hit Netflix. I just think it reached oh. a, a whole – 
whole different audience, a wider audience. And um, trust right. me, there was, was a crazy portion of the percentage of watches from my house with all of my friends. Trust me. <laughs> nice. That's where I was nice. Everybody, yeah, could, everybody could quote uh, movies. There was times in TV show in in the in the actual episodes we could quote it for like five or six minutes. We were just quoting. <laughs> we watched that shit so much it was ridiculous. Nice. Like, as soon as it hit well, Netflix, we were just like, "Thank God." Well, it was crazy to really like. Well, first of all, it's not like it's not like it means more money in my pocket, but it was it was it was really cool to just like sit back and watch it blow up. Like I right. I, I I genuinely think the show is a bit of a phenomenon. Like I. I, I, uh, I recently had a kid, so I, I'm not, not doing a lot of traveling right now, but before I, I used to, yeah, thank congrats. you very much. Yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah thank you. Um, Daddy Rob here. Daddy Rob. How, how old? Uh, he's, uh, he's about 15 months. Um, okay. That's when you know so it's, it's just, crazy. uh, You're still counting the months. A year and three just, months. Yeah, I know. I, I fucking hate that, too. I what hate when people talk in months. A year and three months, but I'm in a year and two months. <laughs> My fault. That was uh, close. All good. But, um, so, uh, he goes, a year and three months. So I see a lot of shows doing, like, the comebacks. Like, you know, like iCarly, how they remade that kind of, like, is Blue Mountain State possibly, like, in a, like making, like, a comeback where are they now episode? Do you know what I'm saying? Kind of like, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know because I think so much of the humor came from the guys being in college and living that college life. Yeah, and uh, it's one. Yeah, I don't know. None of us could pull off college athletes anymore. Like we couldn't. That wouldn't make sense anymore. I don't even think it's necessarily that. I think it's one of those things. Is like I'm a big WWE fan. And, like, to see people from WWE that have retired come back out and, like, their, like, brilliance and everything is getting tested again. And then you go in as a TV show, which, you know, it hit decently, I'm assuming, for Spike. But then as soon as it went on to Netflix, it fucking exploded. Then you had the rise of Thadland and everything. Where, like, I don't know how that went number-wise, but I know that everybody was really looking forward to on that. If you went on for a season four or five, you got to hit a home run. Because if you don't hit a home run... All the fans are going to be extremely disappointed. They're like, why did you continue this when the first three seasons were honestly perfect? Right. Mm. I guess yeah. I can see that. I certainly wouldn't. I certainly would, um, you know, I'd certainly be open to the idea. But but like I said, I just don't know how you get around. Unless you're bringing in a whole new cast. Um, I don't know how you get around uh, uh, the guys. <laughs> the guys still can't be in college. So I, uh, I don't know how you get past that. I got you. I got you right here. I got you right here. Hear me out. You guys are the coaches, and you're training in the new guys, the new recruits coming in. Oh, shit. Offensive line coach right there. Look at him. I like that. Sick. Yeah, that'd be sick. Just don't get injured in the playoff game and get super high. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Hey, you pitch it. Go pitch it to Go pitch it to Netflix. Oh my goodness! Hey, I'll write an email. You help like, us Yo. out. We'll walk right in there. We'll do the dad stance and all. We'll be like, I listen, goddamn it, this crew needs to be coaches. All we right? need it. Dad needs to be defensive. Harmon, goddamn, needs to be on the defensive. Alex needs to, and you know what? Sammy can teach the mascot. Fuck yes, dude, Sammy. Everybody needs to come back together and do it to it. All right. And Mary Jo's the cheerleading well, coach. Mary Jo needs to be the cheerleading coach. <laughs> I love, I love it. it. But um I love it. You Let's guys get cracking. All right. Yeah. Uh I got to rock a piss. Yep, we're going to take um, a pee pee.
But we'll be right back. Yes, sir. And we're back. Uh, usually we're at the first pour segment, but we're going to go on a different route this um, today because we're doing a little international thing. We don't know if we'll have the same beers. We're just going to do a cheers. We're going to cheers the goat house. Oh, shout out to the goat house. Cheers everyone being able house. to come in and record today. We're going to cheers everyone being healthy and happy. I like and we're going to cheers our man Rob for joining us. Oh, appreciate man, man. All right, slap the table. Cheers, fellas. Yes, sir. Cheers. You killed that. Cheers there. uh, That toast there, Cody Ray. I got to have you fucking speak at my wedding or something. You killed that. Wait, what? I practiced at home. Wait, what? He said, I looked in the mirror and practiced. What are the odds when you get fucking married that you have him (laughs) ordained and he is talking? I would totally let Cody Ray ordain my wedding. This man Honestly, has the voice so I of know, an angel. What if Rob comes to America and he's ordained? He gets dog. You just have to take a course on it or something, don't you? You, you literally just go on. I'm ordained. I'm already ordained in the states, boys. So oh, I can look at that! Oh, shit. He got that shit ready. How so much he can marry fairy tale. How much to book a wedding? Because then we, you can, <laughs> it's an open bar. It'll be open bar. <laughs> we can tell Rob that. He'll uni- universal life church for the win. Oh, we go crazy. Universal Life Church officially ordained. Oh, oh shout out the Universal Life Church. <laughs> oh. I hope it's not like some cult. I don't know. I just did it online a few years ago for uh, for a friend. But yeah, how was oh, that? I love was that it. fun. I've been I've been fortunate enough to uh, uh, be the MC and uh, and uh, I guess the officiant at a few weddings. Yeah, it's a blast. I love doing that stuff. Hell That's yeah. so sweet. That's what's up. Uh, what else is on the agenda? As soon as this agenda rolls, the boys have a couple fucking questions. Just because it's the boys. We're on to the skunked beer segment. For those of you that don't know what skunked beer is, it is when um, your beer is uh, tampered by ultraviolet lights, makes it taste skunky, kind of bad. So the topics that we're going to bring up can either be skunked, leave a bad taste in your mouth, or honestly really good. It's been a while since I've heard that. I know. It's really nice You to killed hear that. that, Cody Ray. Hell Jeez, yeah. I love it. Cody Ray went on a uh, hiatus for a bit. He lost his salary in the in the podcast. Now he's back and he's working it up. He killed it. I think he just earned it back with that. A little bit. A little bit. We'll give him about 25%. All right. The pandemic hit us all hard, you know? I feel yeah. it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Recovering. <laughs> all right. First topic, um, and you can decide if it's skunk beer or not. Oil changes, and no, we're not talking about on your Ford Fiesta. We're talking about on your <laughs> yes. Oh, and did it hurt, <clears throat> or does it hurt? Um, I don't know. Okay, so I guess to clarify, somebody was, should explain what. Can it you? Was. Yeah, can, an oil change is when you take clean pee and put it in the tube and put it up to your thing. Was that is that a real thing? <laughs> you almost got a lot of guys in trouble by trying to change their piss I'm, I'm sure you actually yeah. have i'm sure those guys that have actually tried to do that they're like you know what bms told me one time if i just stick a syringe up there that i'm just fucking sh-. that man thad took it like a champ we did a lot of crazy shit on the show but I, I, kudos to the guys and there was always a nugget of truth in everything like it was always something that they were like i had heard i've heard this story or i've heard that this actually happens so I gotta believe that 
it might have been a thing. Maybe not for a lot of people, but right. it might have been something that some people were doing. And yeah, you take a little, you take a, um, you take a tube, you put it up your urethra, urethra, and uh, you get a syringe full of clean piss, and then you inject it in the tube. And, and the idea is that that goes into your bladder. So then, when you have to go pee in front of the, the drug, the NCAA drug inspector, uh, they they look at your, they they watch you pee, mm-hmm. uh, but you're actually you're cleaning. You're peeing clean piss. Um, well, who was it? Was so it uh, it's a big, uh, it's a, it's a skunky beer for me. Yep. Uh, I don't know about you, boys. Was, was, it Ale- was it Alex with the BMS penis that came out? The Ale- the, oh no, who was it? Oh god, who was it with the themed BMS penis? Oh my goodness, with the dildos. With the- yes, they had the BMS with the the confetti. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who that yeah. was. Randon. It was running back. Who was his name? God bless America. Having a mind. Randon. No, no, that was a quarterback. Uh, uh, who was the running back? African American. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh God, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Sam Sam Jones is the actor's name. I'm forgetting yeah, his character's name. What is his name. cast name? What is the Sam Jones? Because his his girlfriend was fucking insane. Oh, like dry humping him and de- yeah, made him Craig dry hump. Never- what was the name? Craig Shiloh. 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 Yeah, Shiloh Holy came Shiloh. in with the fake yeah. penis because he didn't want the you didn't want the oil change. Dude, I tried that. <laughs> Wait, what? I, not the oil change, but the fake oh, penis. Oh, I was like, the what? What just like, happened? I tried that one time while I was on probation, and let me tell you, that guy must have seen enough of them that were real that he knew that mine was fake. <laughs> I love it. You came out with a fucking plastic ass dick, which is like, this yeah. is me. It's like a jock strap, and you fill it. There's like a little bladder in there, and you fill it with fake piss, and like it keeps it warm because it's right up against your body. And then you just gotta like really flip the toggle switch and and like squeeze it, and then it'll run out. Wow. Yeah, that's skunk. That's still skunk for me. Haven't heard that yet. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely skunk. I'm not shoving nothing up there. I got clean pee. I'm good. Cody Ray, that that not skunks for you. Oh, that's definitely skunked because it didn't work for me anyways. I didn't even do the full oil change. I just tried to fake one. He said, I just tried that's to change the tire. So <laughs> that's so okay. funny. What right. else we got on uh, we skunk got? beers? Oh. <clears throat> um, Mary Jo and how beautiful was her soul? I love how he reads. He just goes, Mary Joe. He's and, like, with uh, long pauses. I was trying to word it differently, but I just didn't know how to word it. He's like, I was just trying to Dude, read how this. was having Mary Joe? Because that that woman character, like, besides all of these guys, like, there was no really other dominant. Actually, I don't think there was besides uh, Coach's wife, I'd assume. Or, um, or uh, I don't know her name. Um mother that you got uh blowy from and they made the sex tape or she just passed away cloris leachman yes cloris leachman cloris leachman was um i believe she is an egot which means she's won an emmy a grammy an oscar and a tony uh she was insane man that was that was like that's literal hollywood royalty that i got to have a sex scene with that was mind-blowing that was awesome um yeah we had a lot of we had a lot of awesome uh, uh, a lot of uh Awesome female ca- characters filter through the show. Uh, Frankie was awesome. Frankie uh, is extremely talented. Um, 
She went on to create a, uh, I think she was nominated for an Emmy. She created a show called Smilf that was on Showtime. Uh, oh, that's a good But show. she was, she was a trooper. That? She's, um, Cody Ray has seen sorry? that before. Cody Ray has seen that actually before. It's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, she was really, really funny and she's, uh, really, really talented and, uh, um, just kind of was like one of the guys, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was great. Awesome. Yeah. I've, uh, I've always wondered that you see the, the guys all together and I don't know how it is where like you can shoot TV and you're there for like six months at one time or whatever else and you can't go home or whatever the situation is. I don't know how this is. If it's like, uh, the Thunderdome or whatever for, uh, NBA where you can't go home and you got to shoot or do you guys leave on the weekends or whatever it is. You're just sitting there and you're just like, like Mary Jo is just doing all this stuff. And you go home and you're like, oh my God, I miss my wife so much. <laughs> yeah, it's different for all the characters. I mean, uh, uh, I think all the main guys were definitely there the whole time because uh, they'd be shooting on Friday and they'd be shooting on Monday. So it doesn't make sense for all for them to fly back to L.A. on the weekend. Right. Uh, unless there's some sort of, you know, specific situation. A lot of the people had their families come up. Um and uh and live with them in montreal for the for the whole time and then uh i guess sort of the like second level guys like myself um uh it would just depend on the shooting schedule so sometimes we were there for a month two months straight and then sometimes they'd have us there for a day fly us home for a few days and then back for a day at all it all depended but uh for the most part we were there for the for the long haul especially in the last season we were all kind of in every episode so yeah. did you know that that was going to be the last season or did you just expect it to go on no, man, we thought that was going to go. I, I did not. I'm super, super happy that it ended the way it did. I think a lot of people, a lot of shows don't get that kind of epic ending. Uh, right. And we definitely did. But uh, I know I had heard a lot of ideas the guys had for um, for what we would do in, in the upcoming season. So I know there Could was definitely some, uh, some great ideas. You able uh, to leak? Can't share them. Can't share them. You he just said. never know. He said, get out of here. He said, you never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, I have a question, actually, real quick. I want to throw it out there because you were talking about how, uh, you know, there was some shit going on with the oil change. You know, sometimes you guys went to the extremes. Was there ever a time on Blue Mountain State where you were kind of like, we might be pushing the barriers a little bit too much here? Or there might be a little bit that's like, oh, wow, like, uh, this is getting, like, a little bit crazy here. I think Blue Mountain State – is a show that wouldn't we couldn't make Blue Mountain State today. No. I think um God, no, I think couldn't. a lot of the stuff that we did and that and that was said um was uh you know we sort of got away with it uh because maybe we weren't all as uh, as wise as we are now um or aware as we are now but um there was a few times where it was like oh for real that's kind of crazy that we're doing this but i think one of the one of the things that made the show so uh original and unique is its um uh um refusal to apologize like yeah we did some crazy shit but we we leaned into it and we 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 really went with the crazy uh and I, and I think a lot of the shows will do some kind of wacky stuff and some crazy stuff. But then in the last five minutes, there's always that like, and this is the lesson we learned. And oh, and like, and there's a bow put on it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, it wasn't that sweet. Right. Blue Mountain State was the kind of show where it would like spit in your face. Yep. Uh, 
and not apologize for it. In the last five minutes, they kind of doubled down. Uh, so I think there's some something to be said for that originality, but there was definitely some times where it was like, I, I think it goes without saying, it's undeniable that it was a fairly misogynistic show. So uh, so there's definitely yeah, some things that, fair. you know. Yeah. I mean, if you go from the very beginning of it where uh, Thad was yelling at, oh God, was it Sammy for the cookie? Well, yeah, what was that called? Where they put the cookie inside the jock strap and the butt cheeks. And, you know, oh, that was cookie like, race. Yeah. 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 Or the very beginning of it, he was just yelling at him, saying some wild stuff. And, like, you look back. I was looking back at it. I watched a couple episodes, and I was just like, like, that, just that one. He just yells back, looking at him, like, saying some homophobic stuff. To like, oh, today it would be like, oh, my God. But it's like just yelling at him. It's like, it's not gay. And I was like, what the hell? And they're like. Like you, Dog, that, that is just that, that is just time. denying. Like it, I was like, just that like, little bit of problematic stuff that isn't super problematic, but like could be turned into something today was perfect for the sure. time that it was in. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at Spike. But I do think you, I do think we saw the show. Uh, there was definitely some. We saw we saw the show evolve as it went on. Like Donnie, uh, Donnie in the movie comes out as gay, and there's um, one of my favorite storylines of the show is just that. Uh, he comes out as gay, and everyone's like, "Yeah, of course, we knew the whole time. I like, it's it's it. no big deal." That was one yeah, of the next I questions I was gonna to have. Yeah. That was one of the questions I was gonna have. Was like, "How was it preparing for that role to where you were just like randomly in the movie?" Because I want to talk about the movie as well. Um, but just talking about like you just get into this skate, you're about to do the movie, all this and that, and then they hit you with, uh, "Oh yeah, Donnie's gonna come out as gay." Like, That's how did awesome. that whole? How so did that, I love that. How did that whole thing come about? Where you just like fucking a all right let's do it like what like what what, what happened what they just did they just hand it to you there was like a little character turn that made you have more of a like impact in the movie randomly that was just like oh shit that's the gist of it man yeah i just showed up one day and they were like we thought of this really cool storyline your character is going to come out as gay and i was like okay awesome yeah that's really original that's so and, I, and i read i remember reading you know how they were how we were going to approach it and how um how it was going to be handled. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I, right. I, again, I just loved that. It was like everyone in the show was like, yeah, okay. So no big deal. Right. It was, it was cool to see that because, uh, somebody from a small town where like some, sometimes change and like other yeah. different stuff like that isn't so tolerated and everything. When you have something where a movie like that, where like all these dudes that are on a football team, all these jocks, you're just kind of like, you would imagine that the like stereotype of this wouldn't accept X, Y, and Z. For somebody mm. like yourself to come out and just be like, "Hey, I'm gay," and everybody just be like, "Yeah, duh," like it, we don't have a problem with it. It was just one of those things. Where it was like I saw that and I was like, "That's fucking cool." I was like, "I love, yeah. I love the acceptance. I love the, the, the still the brotherhood regardless of the differentials." Right. Yeah. 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 It was cool to be a part of that. I think one of my favorite, favorite fucking things is when y'all stole Thad's pocket pussy and got syphilis. <laughs> that has was... to be a fan favorite. Yeah. Oh, I was just how like, how was that episode? How was I think that was like was my that? that was my um. So I okay. So my first episode. Uh, um, I think that might have actually been my first episode. Um, and there was a line, there was a line in there where I, I say something along the lines of like, he's right, Thad, it's not fair to single him out. And, uh, um, 
No, sorry. That wasn't my first episode. But one of my first days on Blue Mountain State, I one of one of my few lines was something along the lines of he's right that it's not fair to single him out. And I remember uh we were we were shooting with this big wig director and uh, I said my line and uh and I just heard uh cut and he came over to me and he was like uh okay, well let, let's just try that again and I did it again. He's right that it's not fair to single him out. And he was like uh cut uh Rob, what are you saying? And I was like, that's the line. And he's like, you're saying it's not fair to single him out. Like, cut, lose the Canadian. And I was like, oh, shit, what are you talking about? I didn't even, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Um, and uh, I swear to God, we did that like 10 times. And it got to the point where everyone was laughing at me because I couldn't, I had to like concentrate so much. And if you go back and watch that episode, you can see me do, you can see me do like, he's right, Thad. It's not fair to single him out. And I like really over enunciate it because I was and I was panicking because like, you know, they say like every right every minute on a set costs a shitload of money. Right. And we we did like 12 takes because they wanted this to be very American. Anyways, I thought I was fired from the show. Uh, and I and then I got the call to be in this other episode, Pocket Pussy. And I was, you know, a big part of that episode. So that was that, I, that episode holds a special place in my heart, too, because like I thought I had just gotten fired off of the show because I couldn't. I couldn't lose my Canadian accent. And right. They, so happened they to brought get, me back for that one. So happened you got a call about, hey, we're going to shoot an episode, and it's basically all about Thad's pocket pussy. You ready? Yeah. But you get, <laughs> yeah. but you get couldn't syphilis. couldn't have been happier. <laughs> How about the episode, which is one of the best ones for you, that, in my opinion, of uh, the uh, heat stroke, where they're doing the camp, where they're uh, shooting that, and they have the ice tubes that they're sticking up the, the bum. Um, yeah. That one was a blast too. It was really hot the actual day we were shooting that. Uh, and we're all in like football equipment and everything. But that one, that was, you know, you were asking me earlier, did I know the sh- show was going to be as big as it was? I remember shooting that scene thinking, oh, this is going to be one of the funniest scenes in the show, like ever. Uh, so I just thought that was so fucking funny, ramming the ice rod up Harmon's ass. <laughs> And then as soon as Harmon, because King of Drugs just goes, that was the best high I've ever had in my whole life. And then pushing it to the rest. And, of course, you're you're gullible in the show. And you're just like, all right, well, you know, I'm a big lineman. I'm going to pass out. And it happens. You're just like, I need this more. And then the treadmill scene and everything, or the bicycle scene and all that, that was the goat house part. That was all fucking, that was so funny to me. I was like, this is hilarious how you both were just so hooked on this. And then the uh, (laughs) – The one dickhead coach with both the tubes, and you both you both said something like "lucky man" or something like that. Just the one liner after that was so funny. Nice. Uh, I'm glad you liked it, man. Oh, it was it was great. What Uh, you got, Cody? Yeah. What else is on the agenda right now? Uh, We're down to some more cracking questions. Cody asks, "What's your favorite bar you've been to on the pub crawl?" And he also says that he loves you. Oh, nice. Thanks, Cody. Um, uh, yeah, so many great ones. We did. Uh, we do six bars per episode, or sorry, per season. Um, I was like, Holy and, uh, shit! For episodes, six episodes. Uh, yeah, I was no, like, what I wish. the fuck? Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, with season two, we'll have done twelve bars. So there's lots of awesome, awesome places. I think um, um, there is one you're going to see in this episode that is. Uh, it's a like an old school blues bar and there is nothing fancy to it. And there's nothing, nothing, you know, nothing, nothing special on the walls. It is a historical building. It's just one of those places that like 
when you walk into, it just feels like home. Uh, it's a, it's a very cool bar called Barely's in Halifax. Um, so that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, and then, uh, there's a great place called Lower Deck, which is, um, like if you're going to go to Halifax, you, you have to go to Lower Deck. It's right on the water. It's right in the historical district. Uh, it itself, uh, used to be where, uh, pirates would, uh, store their like booty, uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Um, and it's just a killer bar with great music. And again, all the old beams and all the like stones that it was built with were brought over from France or they're from, you know, from fortresses up North. And, uh, it's a really cool spot. That's super uh, sweet. So when, so when I go to Canada, because these two can't, uh, you'll have to show me the place. There's God. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to, yeah. If you went to Canada without me, I'd beat your you ass. You can't go! Yeah, so I'm not going to smuggle you into Canada! You could. You could just wait till maybe I can be like, hey, can I come in? And they'd be like, yeah, you've, you've Does done it your drop? Time. I Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. you got to do some research because if, <laughs> if you don't do it fast enough, me and Rob are about to go have a great time, and I'm about to go see if those pirates shit's there. I'm about to, I love pirates. So as soon as you said pirates, I was a fucking sell. Do, um, We're going uh, on a pub crawl, with or without you. Oh man! And he goes, no, no. <laughs> All right, Cody, right? No. <laughs> no, please. She wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. <laughs> All right, Skyler asks. You also kind of did touch on this. Do you keep in touch with anybody from the cast of Blue Mountain States? And if you had to suggest someone to come on to the show, like who would you suggest? that we try to reach out to pretty much everyone, man. We're all still, it's one of those rare shows where, um, everyone really just hit it off right away and everyone was super, super close. And, um, uh, I still talk to Omari, uh, all the time who, uh, who was Larry. I talked to James. I talked to Alan quite often. He and I are very close. Alan was at my wedding out in Nova Scotia. Um, hell yeah. And, uh, he he's been spending a lot of time here in Toronto too. They just finished. Um, he's who you should try and get on the show next. He, uh, he, uh, he's in that new show Reacher. He plays yeah, Jack Reacher. He's got Amazon original. Man, that show's great. And I, I know they just got renewed for a second season. So he's coming back up to Toronto, uh, later this fall and they're going to shoot that. And, um, yeah, we chat all the time. I love it. I love that. Who would you uh? What, what was it? Suggest something about like us trying to reach out to to get him on here. He said anyone. Yeah, get Alan on the show. Oh, do you think that. Alan would be a good role for this one? You want, sure. Could we yeah. get Thad on this show? I don't, I don't know. I think Thad might be retired. He's a miss- I, was, I actually did have a question for you. Could we get Alan or could we get Thad? <laughs> yeah. I think Thad is uh, Thad is no longer with us, but yeah. you might be Thad able to get Alan. Yeah. What about Kevin? Because his real name is actually Kevin. You didn't know In the that. show. That's right. I forgot well, about that. I'm telling you, I literally lived this damn show. Y'all fucked me up. <laughs> all right, Cody Ray. What was your question? <laughs> um, how was it living with him? Was it anywhere like near what it was like in? the show or like you said it was pretty exaggerated or was did he have any of the characteristics that he was like crazy kind of on the show or was he pretty chill and mellow like no 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 not at all not at all he's married uh he and his wife now have a few kids and um 
Very, yeah, he's the most exaggerated. He's the most unlike his character. He's just a really, really, really good actor. Oh, I, love I love that. Yeah, because wow. his, his yell and his get out shit was get out! yeah. <laughs> it was a really extreme character to play. So that is kind of cool that he could like switch back and forth. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was definitely a. I, I guess now that I'm, you know, an adult, I can look at him and it's really over-exaggerated. But, like, somebody that's, like, the middle linebacker or whatever, the big stud, number one draft pick, to be that kind of dude outside for, like, screaming like a 13-year-old girl <laughs> sometimes, like, every time he's at a party, like, kind of sounds about right. <laughs> for sure. What else is on the uh, agenda, good sir? Um, just last, we got to tap the conversation keg. That's where I throw out a conversation, a topic. I'll tap the keg, and then Travis – Nick and then now Rob will uh, let the conversation pour. The conversation is about the goat house. Mm. Oh, the goat house. Mm. How was the set of that? How was so? I know that uh, on TV shows they like have like the the wall and it's all fucking fake and all this and that. Was that an actual house? Was the goat house an actual place you guys set up? So season one was an actual house. It was an abandoned building on a. Uh, in Montreal, they have this thing called, uh, I guess it's all in Quebec, uh, they have a thing called Cégep, which is like, it's uh, it's like high school, but it's like a pre, it's like pre-high school, but it's like these giant campuses, like it looks like a university. Anyways, it was, uh, it was this abandoned building um, uh, at on this campus, and then for season two and three, they built the house inside a soundstage. Um, so it was like a full house that was literally inside another giant warehouse. Nice. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a, that was a spectacle to see. How was the, uh, I mean, just, I know that there was a set, of course, you guys probably went out to your trailers and everything like that, but season one, did you guys like spend time in there? Was there actually a party at the goat house without being on set? Did you guys have fun like that? Or was it one of those things where, like you wanted to get away from the job and you guys went and did your own thing outside of that? Not that we wanted to get away from the set. There was still a lot of hanging out, but it was like, okay, well, let's go to downtown Montreal. And right. Go to a restaurant. Yeah. You guys let's didn't want to part. You guys didn't want to do the same thing you guys were portraying to do on the set. You guys wanted to like actually be people and go off the set to go do the same thing you were doing, but in real life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There was an, like an active decision like that. It was just like, okay, well, the day's done. So well, Montreal yeah. is one of the greatest cities in in the world and right. has some of the best restaurants in the world. So let's not, so why let's go take this party to, to a restaurant. Right. Oh, that's all. No, it's funny. Cause, uh, the goat house really, uh, of course, as anybody could tell with the whole episode, uh, BMS pretty much formed me as a damn teenager as it was. Right. Uh, we same. actually had parties at my buddy's house. Um, we didn't have a house clear. We were in, freaking high school but my buddy's parents had a barn and for homecoming we were, or i'm sorry for prom we were setting it up we'd have a couple parties in there and it'd be whatever but for prom we were like we're decking this whole place out what can we do so we got a huge sign we put it up in there and it was the goat barn instead of the goat house nice. we put it as the goat barn we had it was an absolute rager it was a bms rager most certainly there was nice topless girls and everything else it was a it was an like absolute madness. That's what it was. And we Love kept that. it that way. And we kept going that way for a little while um, 
of just parties at the goat barn until, of course, his parents realized what we were doing in his barn. We're like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> That's great. When I was in university, we used to have this thing called uh, – I had some buddies who had a house who – and it had this giant deck. And the deck was like uh, uh, jutted out over this big hill and it had this beautiful view. And we used to call it the deck to nowhere because you'd just get like 30, 40 people out there and you would just get obliterated – and just the night would disappear, and it, the next thing you knew, the sun was coming up. That's awesome. That's crazy. So, well, yeah. what's your degree in? Acting. Yeah, Acting. theater theater duh. studies. He said, "Duh." I'm dumb. Didn't think about that one. <laughs> fish, fish brain. Is that something that you've always wanted to do growing up, or is it something that you kind of found yourself getting into, and then you like really enjoyed it, so you made more out of it something i sort of fell into i uh i think i had always wanted to be a teacher and then um started doing some community theater when i was younger and loved it and um you know getting bigger and bigger roles and i thought i think i can i think i can do this professionally and started getting some acting coaches and then got an agent and yeah went from there i love that that's awesome that's so fun <clears throat> i love it is there anything left on the uh, agenda cody ray yeah, just were you there? Awesome. All right. Um, we're going to round off our questions real quick. If we have anything from ourselves on to Rob, aka Donnie from Blue Mountain State, or any other questions that you have from Blue Mountain State that needs addressed immediately, and then if we forget any, if uh, Alan wants to come on, we can maybe ask him. But I'm sure he'd like to talk about his new TV yeah. show a little more than back old Thad, right? Um, I guess this isn't uh, a BMS question, but now that you're older, like, what are some hobbies you like to do now? What are some what, sir? Some hobbies you like to do now, like when you're not working and stuff, like your way to unwind. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, hobbies have sort of taken a backseat with, uh, with a young kid, there's not a lot of time for hobbies anymore. But um, sounds about right. Yeah. But I also just love ha- I I I love hanging out with my kid, and uh, that's a blast. I'm watching him grow and run around. Uh, and I guess if I'm not doing that, I love to watch movies. Love to watch um, a big HGTV guy. My wife and I love HGTV. Yes. So always watching some home reno shows, mostly yes. because we don't okay. have time doing. Yeah, we don't have time. We're always so exhausted at night. We don't have time to invest in like an hour long drama. So we're like, let's watch fucking House Hunters International for the hell yeah. I love it. Let's watch That's Property awesome. Brothers. Let's watch Property Bros. <laughs> yeah, man. Some good old Canadian boys, too. Yeah, sir. Some good old Canadian boys. <laughs> oh, man. You have any more for them? Mm, no, I don't think I have any more. Cody Ray, do you have any questions for Rob? He's thinking. I don't have any questions related to Blue Mountain State. Oh, yeah. Any questions in general? Yeah. Um, do you have anything, like, I don't know, just give us some inspiration as young people, like, getting started, kind of like you were. What do you have, like, just inspire us. Give us some inspiration. Yeah. Inspiration Rob. words. Yeah. Rob, God damn it! Inspire us right. right now. What do you got? There's a reason I sit in the corner and not on the camera. <laughs> I feel like I'm the, I'm the, I'm... You're in trouble if you're coming to me for inspiration. But uh, I've said this before, but one of my favorite quotes is uh, uh, measure once, cut twice. 
which obviously goes against the the standard right. quote. Just that's funny. Just fucking fucking give her. Just wing it. Whatever. I love there's her. There's always another. There's always another hardware store around the corner that you can go buy another two for. Just just get after it. I like that. That's fun. I like. Uh, I really like. I that. do like that. Um. God, now I don't even know if I want to ask a question because that quote was so good. Raise hell, praise Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Measure once, cut twice. That was good. Um, <laughs> if I had to ask anything, um, it would be one thing that I had earlier. Um, with all the roles that you shot, how many roles have you tried to go for as an actor? Like, what is the underlying realm that people don't understand as being an actor? Um, because some people just think that they just like boom, you're in. How many roles have you actually shot for, and uh, how fucking hard is it actually to be an actor? Because some people just think they have it. Like, some people think they can come up on a mic and in front of the camera and just can do this. Like, how how hard is it to be, like, living in L.A., for example, when you go out there? Like, is, it, is there a lot of Robs out there, or is there one Rob? Is there a lot of people trying to fulfill their acting goal, and there's, like, 100 people at the line? Yeah. So, I mean, I... I remember before going down, um, you'd go into a room here in Toronto and there'd be, or here in, or like, or Vancouver or even New York. And, you know, there's three or four guys who look like you and, uh, uh, and then you go to LA and there's like 30 and, and it's like, Oh shit, this Holy is uh, shit. I am, I am a small fish in a, in a big pond. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely not for the faint of heart. There's a lot of rejection. It takes a lot of work, um, whether it be acting classes or just like actively engaging and observing people and being aware of things. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I certainly don't look like a, I don't know, a Romeo, a leading man. So I, uh, I'm going out for a lot of big parts. I'm telling you, this guy looks like a fucking stallion. All right, <laughs> I know, I love his I, hair, bro. I appreciate it. The hair, I appreciate it. I want to see I just, you on the I next just bring movie that, up to that say I watched, a lot of Finding the Loved One, all right? <sighs> I would love that. Hey, man, you when you're pitching Netflix, bring that up to he them He wants well, us to right? pitch so much oh, tonight. Yeah. He goes, listen, just go, go there and pitch it. We got, three, we got two pitches now for him. <laughs> what, you got a number for us? That yeah. We yeah, let, we, you got to give us some sort of lead here. We can't just leave here I'm and be sure like, all right, who Googling. wants to do this? Oh, <laughs> it's out there somewhere. I'm sure you can Google it. Hey, if we make a movie, uh, we're gonna get. But yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of auditioning, a lot of um, a lot of. Uh, I think if you're getting if you're getting one in twenty auditions, I think you're doing pretty good. Uh, and I've been you know fortunate enough to uh, to get a lot of them. So so I think yeah, that I mean you know that's sort of a sign of the work put into it. So it yeah. seems as if all the hard work is done pretty good for you yourself with Blue Mountain State. It being a part of it and everything else. Um. Honestly, I just want to thank you very much for taking your time yes, to be a part dude, of this. Thank you uh, so much. It's really been just fucking awesome to have a conversation with you and uh, talk Blue Mountain State facts or fiction, all that fun jazz. And uh, hopefully maybe we can get your pals on here and everybody else can go uh, crazy with uh, a whole Blue Mountain State extravaganza. Maybe we can have the whole damn Blue Mountain State cast in this thing. Right. That would be awesome. Love it. Plug, but, uh, plug, plug what you got going on in your yeah, life right now. Yeah. Plug everything in that you want the people to know or where they can find you. Yeah, where can they find you on social media? And what are you doing to where they can find you? And of course, Canada has some regulations. We can't watch Pub Crawl, but uh, <laughs> if you can find it, find it. But, yeah, where can we yeah, find man. you? You can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Real Rob Ramsey. I don't uh, I don't fuck with the, the Twitter or Facebook anymore, but uh, Instagram where it's at. 
And uh, uh, you can see me in Pub Crawl if you are a Canadian, if you're in Canada, uh, or if you can get across the border. Okay. Um, and uh, other it, than Rob. that, just uh, other than that, you know, I'm, uh, I'm always around. I feel like there's a lot of times people are like, people just turn on the TV and they're like, oh, I saw you in this thing. But uh, but yeah, I'm around. Uh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank it's you. Been a, it's I got been a, a treat. I got a quick question because you just said you're always around. How many times do you go around and people would just call you Donnie? Is that still a thing that happens today? I don't blend in, man. I'm I'm like a big I'm a big guy, right? I'm like six four. I'm uh, to say I am large is an understatement. Um, you're so a I don't well blend unit, in. You so. know, you're good. You're a handsome yeah. unit. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, it speaks to the show. It's like I've literally been, I've literally been in Johannesburg, South Africa, walking down the street. And and someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, I'm a huge fan of the show." So I, it's I crazy that. the reach the show has. But uh, that's so fun. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! That's well, no, so yeah, sweet. Uh, thank you for coming on again. Yes, um, thank you for taking the time out of your night just to come and just drink some beers and shoot the shit with us. Yes, boogered up and boogered up fans definitely pleasure, appreciate guys. you. And uh, we enjoy my it. pleasure, uh, Cody Ray. Do you have anything Cheers. left for the people? No, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having us all. Stay safe. Hell yeah. Rob, you got uh, anything tale. for the people? Are you? I was going to let Rob finish off the show. He's just like, peace. Rob's oh, like, I'm trying to go. Go Goats. Go Goats. Yeah. Oh, that's what you got? Go Goats? <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to oh. take my girlfriend to get bejazzled. Bejazzled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Bejazzled. Learn that one from you guys, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was not appropriate. I love it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rob, appreciate you for joining on, uh, and we will maybe catch you next time. Maybe next time we get uh, another good. interview with some fun stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Yeah, all right, all right. thank you very much. Uh, we'll catch you guys soon. Peace. Peace.